Welcome to The Profitable Way. I am your host, Robin Gooding, and this is a podcast for entrepreneurs looking to do good in the world while pursuing profits and living a rich life. I truly believe that the missing link to multi-passionate, heart-centered entrepreneurs is the intersection of a holistic strategy, an efficient back-end system, and the soul work that focuses on our inner world so that our outer world can flourish. My clients have quit the cubicle, moved overseas for the digital nomad life, more than doubled their income, and expanded their lives using my signature framework that integrates strategy, systems, and soul. If you're looking to clarify your strategy, structure and optimize your systems, and amplify your soul work, you are in the right place. I promise to relentlessly support you making money online, doing what you love, so that you can live your version of an epic and rich life. Hello, everybody. Thanks for being here. I hope you're doing well. This week's episode is kind of brought to you by, I would say, my sales call feedback form, (laughs) because a lot of the time when we ask people why they want to work with me or what they're looking for, they speak to having had some kind of a negative experience in a group program, a mastermind or something where they just like really didn't feel seen. And when I hear that, I don't immediately jump to judging the other coach or the other business that they hired because I know that so often disappointment is actually just a mismatch between expectation and reality. And there's a lot of that happening when we aren't actually clear on the role of a coach or a mentor, or a consultant, and the difference between a mastermind, a group coaching program, a one-on-one hot seat format style program within a group dynamic, which can be different, a course structure that has live access to the, the mentor. And so because there's all these different kinds of experiences available to us, it's really easy to actually find ourselves in a mismatch situation. And more often than not, when people share that they've had an experience that didn't meet the mark for them, it's really because it wasn't exactly what they needed at the time. And that wasn't communicated in a way that they felt that they made a fully informed decision to join. So, I think it's important that we actually look at how to pick the right mastermind for you and how is a mastermind even unique and how it functions and what you can expect because it is different to a group coaching program and it is also different to a course that has weekly calls even if it's a group dynamic. And so let's dive into what that kind of looks like and what you need to think about to make the best choice for you. So one of the first things that comes to mind to me when I think about a mastermind is that it's only as good as the people in the container. In my opinion, masterminds are brilliant. However, they can leave people feeling like they didn't really get anything from it if they're expecting to just 
receive information and not participate or contribute to co-create an amazing container and an amazing experience. The role of the person facilitating the mastermind is to create that container, to create the structure, to lay down the foundation of rules and expectations and behaviors within the group, and then to create this incredible space for everybody to bring their best selves into the space. When people don't have the best experience, it's often because they either weren't able to contribute as meaningfully to the group as they would like. Sometimes that's because life just lifed and they, you know, the capacity was different. Sometimes it's because they're at a point in their journey that is not cohesive with the rest of the group's dynamic. And so the experience then is not necessarily relatable and that person can either feel like they don't belong in the group or really intimidated by it or just that they can't relate. Okay. So then it's really about the group dynamic being kind of off in terms of where people are at and what they're looking to create. And then another reason that it sometimes can be disappointing is because the person is not actively bringing powerful questions into the space and they're not having an active involvement in receiving what they need from the experience. So if they're looking to have a really passive role and to just kind of casually show up and not participate and not ask powerful questions and not really engage with the other masterminders as well, and they're just looking to be told what to do, my guess is it's not going to be the best experience. And then this also brings me to my second point, which is kind of like 1A and 1B. And 1B is that it's really important to know the role of the leadership in that space. So you are all masterminding together. That means you're bringing your minds to the space and you're co-creating magic and you're supporting each other and you're leveraging each other's lived experiences, gifts, uh, uh, skills, right? All of that. But you also need to know the role of the leader. Is it coaching? Is it holding space? Is it trauma-informed? Is it more consulting? Is it more mentorship? What is the role of the leader in that space? Is that clearly defined? And does that align with what you're looking to receive from the experience? Now I'm going to go through a checklist of how to pick the right mastermind for you. Now that we're all on the same page about what a mastermind looks like and what kind of makes it different. So yes, in the, in the market right now, there's a lot of hybrid options, which, which means that maybe some masterminds are actually more of a hybrid between a group coaching program and a mastermind. Sometimes there's hot seat coaching. So you do get that really beautiful one-on-one support in a group setting. Other times it's more just about being in the energy, being prompted by something and co-creating the session, the call, whatever it is. Sometimes there's curriculum and content. Sometimes there's not. And getting clear on what the mastermind actually is and looks like and the shape it's going to take 
is the biggest clue to my first point about what you need to consider when you're picking the right mastermind. And that is, what are your goals? What intention do you have? People mistake masterminds for group coaching programs, for private coaching in a group setting, as I've said. There's a lot of hybrid variations of this. It is essential that you are very clear on what it is this experience is going to look like, what the leadership is going to look like, what you want to receive. Are you looking for more coaching? Are you looking for more community building and co-creation? Are you looking for more consulting and mentorship? Aligning that vision that you have for your experience with the right container is the foundation of you having an amazing experience. The second thing you want to consider is the energetic signature of the experience. How does this feel like in terms of whether it aligns for you or not? How do you feel when you think about this experience? How do you feel when you think about working with this leader, being in the space created by this leader? How, how does your body relate to what is being sold? And why? Where is that coming from? Getting really curious about what is speaking to you. And this is the part that I really love is just allowing it to be a little mysterious and being okay with that. I recently joined a mastermind that is a complete mystery to me. We have not even had our first call. And I don't even know why I joined. I just truly felt called to join. And the other parts of the experience checked out for me, like the things I'm going to walk you through in this episode, they all checked out for me. So I knew it would be the right space for me. But in terms of all the specific details of what to expect and why it was perfectly aligned for me specifically, some of those were a bit foggy and that was okay for me because the vibes, the alignment, the feeling my intuition was just so on board with it that I trust that the mystery will unveil itself and I'll receive exactly what I need to receive from the experience. So whilst I'm sharing this checklist of things to consider, I also want to mention that there is room within that for not needing to know every single tiny little detail before making a decision that truly just feels right for you. Not everything has to be logically mapped out for you to be able to trust your gut and your intuition on a decision. So when you check the the energetic signature of the offer and you check in with your own body and your intuition around your alignment to it, that's a really good compass around what is the next best step for you. The third thing I want to speak to is Kind of this weird, crazy thing I see where people feel intimidated to ask questions before they join things because they don't want to seem too needy or or sometimes there's this real discouragement from being on a sales call or a clarity call or connecting one-on-one with someone before they join. And I just want to encourage you that It is absolutely okay for you to ask as many questions as you need so that you can make the right choice for yourself. There do not need to be sales calls or clarity calls attached to the 
offer or the sales process of the offer, you can get into their DMs. You can email them questions. You should always have access to ask questions so that you feel safe in making an informed choice around what's right for you. You should never feel bullied into a decision and you should never feel bad for needing more information before you're ready to commit to something. Only you know what questions are important to you and only you know what you need to know in order to make that informed decision. But this is your reminder that you can ask whatever you need and it's a kind of a red flag to me when people don't create space for that, right? It's a little bit entitled. Ultimately, you are investing financially, your time, your energy, your capacity, your confidence, your trust, and you should feel safe enough to get the details that you need in order to feel good about making the right choice for yourself. Number four on this checklist that I want to speak to is really getting clear on the caliber of the people in the group, especially in a mastermind dynamic. A mastermind is co-created by the people in it, and it's only as strong as the people who are contributing to it. That means we want to know who is joining. We want to know where those people are in their journey. We want to know what they're looking to get out of the experience. And asking these questions is going to help you make your own decision because one of the greatest gifts of a mastermind is really the relationships that can be cultivated in that container. And in my experience, both personally as someone who's been in different masterminds, but also as somebody who has hosted them, is that the relationships that are built in the most sacred, abundant spaces flourish well beyond the container's expiration dates. You meet these people, you don't know them, you go through this portal together, and on the other side, you have really deep, powerful friendships and networks. So personally and professionally, it's a powerful vehicle for growth and expansion when you're in the room with the right people. So get in the right room with the right people is that tip. And then my last point is around the investment. And it's not just the financial investment, but it's the time, it's the energy. It's about whether it makes sense for the season that you're in, because it might make sense to invest $20,000 in a six-month mastermind when you're first starting out. And it also might not make sense to invest $20,000 in a mastermind when you're first starting out. That is only a decision that you can make for yourself, but there's no shame in being honest about what makes sense for you in this season because contrary to popular Instagram opinion, you do not need to just trust that your business will grow because you invest money into something like this. Like just because you throw $20,000 into an experience does not mean miraculously your business is going to generate that without like the strategy and the systems and the support and the practical business foundations. And then also there's this weird thing around just because you're in proximity to somebody, you're going to get your money back. Also, not always true. If the proximity is the thing that unlocks something within you that was holding you back, sure, 
absolutely. Maybe that is part of what you need. Maybe that's one of the most powerful parts of your experience. It's also not a guarantee. So that's where your discretion is just so important. And I know if you're listening to this, you're someone who is highly capable, highly resourced, intelligent, and you can make the best choice for yourself around any of these things. So it's really more a reminder to commit to whatever it is if it's in alignment for you and also not to feel shamed because you can't commit to what's being asked of you. In a mastermind especially, the investment is time and energy because you are going to get so much more out of the experience when you contribute more. So making those calls, being live, engaging in the community chats, participating actively, reaching out to people outside of the container and having personal relationships. Those are some of the things that are going to catapult you forward and create amazing momentum, amazing networks, and really continue to be affirming for your growth. That requires a level of capacity and energy. Be honest about whether that's something you can commit to. All right. Masterminds are one of my most favorite experiences, both to host and also to participate in. And I've had such great experiences, but I know that is not the case for everybody. And I just really hope that this episode gives you some clarity around really knowing what experience you can expect, what the leadership is going to look like, what the community is going to look like, and whether all those things align for you and your needs in the season. Yeah. I hope you have received something valuable from this. And if you are looking for a mastermind, I recently had our closing call with Club Rise, which means that I'll be opening enrollment for the next cohort soon. If you would like more details on that, they'll be linked in the show notes. It is a hybrid experience, which means that there's a lot of one-on-one and group coaching experience. So it's a little bit different to a traditional mastermind. It's also very intimate and it's one of my absolute happy places in my business. So I'll pop those details in the show notes. If it's something that feels like it's calling to you, I would love to connect with you. Otherwise, if there's another mastermind that you've had your eye on or your heart on, I encourage you just to explore it with these ideas in mind so that you can make an informed, powerful decision around what is going to be most supportive to you and your business. Thank you for being here. I'll be back in next week with another episode. Have an amazing rest of your day. I'm Robin Gooding, and you've been listening to the Profitable Way podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at robin.gooding and join the Facebook community through the link in my Instagram bio. It would mean the world to me if you would subscribe, rate, and review this episode so that I can continue to share this message with other entrepreneurs looking to pursue their dream online. I hope you'll join in next week for another episode. And I hope that you always remember that the best is yet to come.